0: Welcome to the 1K Mom Podcast. This is episode number nine. You're listening to the 1K Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fleming, founder of the 1K Mom Tribe. This is a movement of women who are building a business and raising a family and doing both well. Let's do this. Rachel Ingham is a Pinterest strategist who gets over 700,000 monthly viewers on her Pinterest account. She went from being on food stamps with negative $400 in her checking account to earning 80000 the following year to over 100000 the next year. It's now her passion to share her pinning secrets with other female entrepreneurs so they can grow their influence, income, and impact. Rachel has lived in Kenya, met her husband in Senegal, got married in Morocco, and spent the last year living in France. Guys, I am so excited to welcome Rachel to the 1K Mom Podcast. Hey, Rachel, how are you?
1: I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Me too. Oh my gosh. You've got such a wealth of knowledge around Pinterest and marketing online, and I'm excited for you to share all of your uh, success secrets with our 1K moms. Ask me anything.
1: I'm an open book.
0: All right. So first of all, how did you start this entrepreneurial journey?
1: Well, like you read, um, we were broke (laughs) and I needed to make money. So I got my master's in social work. And we moved to Florida. My husband started his own business and I couldn't find a job. Like the only job I could find was cleaning equipment at our local gym for minimum wage. And I had like a three month old, he was three months at the time. I was like, dude, this is not going to work. Like we need to make money and we got to make something happen. Um, I was actually a part of a network marketing company at the time. And I was like, well, I see other people having success doing this thing. So why don't you just figure it out? And that's what I did. So that was kind of like my introduction into entrepreneurship was with network marketing. And I went to the top like 0.01% of the company and had a lot of success there and then had a lot of people asking me what I was doing other entrepreneurs saying like Rachel your social media is on fire um what's your secret what are you doing and then I kind of transitioned into my other business which is teaching entrepreneurs how to use Pinterest because that's kind of like my secret sauce
0: Yes. So that was another question I had for you, this transition from fitness to Pinterest. Did you, um, like, was it a smooth transition? And do you still have the fitness side of your business? Tell me more about that.
1: Yeah. So I do still have the fitness side. I'm actually running my very last five-day challenge for my fitness business. It started today. Um, And I kind of had to make a decision because I was feeling like – I had I was being pulled in both directions and I have like over a hundred thousand people I'm connected with in my fitness business. And while I've loved doing everything that I'm doing, I just feel so freaking passionate about equipping entrepreneurs. And like it's when I'm doing that, like my soul is on fire. And I'm like, I have to figure out a way to make this my number one priority. So I decided 2018. I'm going to like kind of automate the fitness business. I'm not going to like completely shut everything down, but I have obviously with Pinterest, it's super automated. Um, so I decided like, that's what I'm going to do. Pinterest is my main focus in 2018.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. I think so often like we, um, those of us like who are, cause I have a lot of my audience that want to get into business that haven't really started anything. They're dabbling. And so often we want to jump to that, like finding our bread and butter, finding what we love to do, but there's nothing better than just getting started and just starting that first journey because this is where you started in your fitness business and you realize all of these other skills you had along the way.
1: Yeah. Like I didn't realize the things that I knew, like it wasn't common knowledge. I was like, wait, everyone doesn't know how to do this on Pinterest or blogging or whatever. And I had so many people like Rachel, teach me, teach you how to do this. I'm like,
0: okay, cool. I'll do that. <laughs> you can start monetizing your brilliance as I call exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And we just, we need people around us to tell us, hey, you know, I don't know how to do this. This isn't common. Like my husband reminds me of that. He's like, not everybody knows how to build a WordPress site or like you were talking about earlier, hosting DNS settings. I mean, what?
1: Oh my God, that makes my head spin.
0: That I can't (laughs) I I pretend to kind of know (laughs) until it gets really bad. I'm like, what's an A record? Help me out, somebody. (laughs) That's awesome. So yeah, is there such a thing as balance? I mean, as you're going through this transition, do you think there's such a thing as balance? It's
1: hard. And it's something I'm always trying to figure out. Um, I've learned a lot the hard way that I have a tendency to be like a workaholic for sure. And I, you know, I've been to Tony Robbins seminars and I've learned, I don't know if you've ever been to like unleash the Power Within or with Destiny. Oh my God, amazing. You need to go. Um, but I've learned that, you know, one of my main, um, whatchamacallit, He like talks about how we're driven and I'm driven by significance. And a lot of that I find through work. And so I kind of had to like rewire myself and be like, all right, you can find significance in other ways and find balance. And so there was one point, I think it was 2014 or 2015, I was doing so well in my fitness business. I was in an infomercial, I was like on stage and speaking and all of these things. And then I crashed, I had adrenal fatigue, I gained 30 pounds, and I got sick all the time, like strep throat and ear infections and stuff. And I was like, Whoa, Rachel, like you need to take a step back and figure out this whole balance thing. And so I did a lot of work on like mindset, and personal development, especially Danielle Laporte at the time, was super helpful in figuring out like how I wanted to feel and not just like hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, so actually, like slowing down a little bit. Um, that's to so speed hard. Up too. It's hard. <laughs> it's really freaking hard. So one of the things that I've um, started doing in 2018 is like no social media or anything on Saturdays, and that's just like a day for family. And so I'm like, I'm not checking my phone. I'm not working. I'm not doing anything. I'm just going to be like present with family. So
0: how do you you make sure you stick to that? Does the phone stay home? It's so freaking
1: hard, but I tell people for accountability and I'm like, this is what I'm doing. And I set up like email autoresponders and stuff. And I like put my phone like on airplane mode and it's hard, but that's, that's my, my goal.
0: So as far as work hours, I mean, as an entrepreneur and as a mom, like you're working a lot. So how do you, do you have like certain days when you do things or certain days when you don't work? Obviously Saturday, maybe. Saturday,
1: I say no social media. I ended up doing stuff anyways. I I read like, I finished reading four books and I was like taking notes and coming up with scripts. It's so hard. Um, (laughs) But as far as like a schedule and a routine, what's working for me right now is like Monday is content creation day. And so like, that's the day where I'm writing content, doing my blog posts, that kind of thing. I try and schedule all of my calls now after this one to, um, Tuesday, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And so those are like call days, those are packed. And then Friday is like a lighter day. I might schedule like a massage in the afternoon or something like that. Um, but I try to do like batch work where like one day I'm just focused on that.
0: Yeah. Does that help a lot in, um, creating content like for your blog and Pinterest? Yeah. Just having that focus and having that designated time. Cause that if you don't make the time, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a fan of batching and like doing all your graphics or writing all your outlines or whatever those tasks are that you have to do batch them as much as possible. Yes. Yes. Okay. So tell us Pinterest. Why do we need to think of this as more than a place to go find out what's for dinner tonight? Oh my god, it's everything. So <laughs> I
1: said I have, I'm connected with like a hundred thousand people on social media. So I have fifty one thousand Facebook followers, over twenty thousand on Instagram. And when Facebook changed the algorithm, like, dude, like it hit the fan. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Uh, and it was Pinterest that really changed everything. And so I started. So that working. was
0: what time frame was that? Like a year ago let's go 2015, 2016.
1: Okay. Um, like I had massive success with Facebook back in 2013, 2014. Yeah. And then it just all changed, (laughs) all changed. Um, so I really started focusing on my blog content and Pinterest and, um, I, I didn't even have like a huge focus on Pinterest, honestly, but I started seeing a lot of results from what little focus I put on it. And I started like checking out my Google Analytics. And I'm like, I'm getting a ton of traffic and a ton of new email subscribers. Like what is happening? And it was Pinterest. It was driving so much traffic. It was creating so many new leads and people on my email list and then new sales. And I was like, all right, I'm onto something here. Let's actually focus on this and see what can happen.
0: That's so cool. So um, <clears throat> when you were doing strategies then that you weren't like really intentional about, what were you doing? Just pinning your images? I was pinning. Um, I was
1: creating graphics, obviously in Canva, um, and I was just pinning my blog post. So I was creating content on a pretty consistent basis. I I don't even think it was like every single week, but it was pretty consistent. Um, and then I was just pinning it with a call to action. Um, and what I, what I did to like really switch things up and actually like when my Pinterest started to take off, I, I narrowed down my focus even more. And so before I was doing just like motivational weight loss stuff, because I lost 80 pounds after I had my son. So that was kind of like my thing, like how to lose the baby weight. And I made a switch to just high fat, low carb eating like keto and intermittent fasting. And when I made that, like I niched down and made that like the number one focus of Pinterest, the number one focus of my blog and everything in my fitness business that's when things got crazy. And so I tell people to niche down and get super specific and use super specific keywords cuz Pinterest is more like a search engine than a social media platform.
0: So you got to get like
1: super duper specific with who you're looking for and I just started to attract so many people.
0: Okay, wow. So how do we how do we find those keywords? Cause like Easy. my brand is like moms who want to create businesses and income online, but like yeah. that is so, that's still so broad.
1: Right. So what you, what you do is you just go to Pinterest and you just start typing and Pinterest has autofill. So it's going to start filling in. Um, so we use long tail keywords. That's basically like three, four five words together. Um, so instead of just saying like lose weight, my, um, some of the keywords that I was using was like keto diet for women. Or intermittent fasting for women. And so instead of just lose weight, I got specific and niche down. So for you, it might be like, you'd have to search, I can't tell you off the top of my head, but it might be ways to make money online as a stay at home mom or something like that. Yeah. Um, or how to
0: blog or how to. Yeah. Study. So
1: some, of, yeah. So some that I use like blogging tips for beginners, how to earn money online. Um, stuff like that, just so it's a little bit niched down, more specific.
0: That's awesome. So, um, once we find our keywords and stuff, does that have to go in the description or where do we have to put those things? Everywhere.
1: (laughs) So you're going to put it like when you pin it, put it in that pin description. Okay. Right. So put it in there. You want to title your boards, those keywords, you want to put it in the board description. You can even put it in your bio. And so I actually have a blog post all about keywords on Pinterest. That would be super helpful for your audience. But um, seriously, you put it everywhere. Okay. <laughs> everywhere. And so something that I see a lot of people do wrong is like when they title their boards, it would just be like Food. Mm -hmm. or like entrepreneur tip or whatever. And I like, I I teach my clients to get like specific in those keywords for the board titles too. And so like, for example, if I'm talking about my fitness, um, my fitness business, I did um, keto diet for women and that's a board. Like that's the board title and then intermittent fasting for women and then keto diet breakfast recipes, keto diet, lunch, like so on and so forth. So I have like all of these different board titles that are very specific and niched down that when people are searching for, they're going to find me.
0: Do those board titles end up showing up in searches as well?
1: Yeah. So one of my clients, actually, she does intermittent fasting for women too. And like before she was just a general health and fitness person. And then I helped her niche down. And one of her things is like tracking macros and intermittent fasting. So when you search intermittent fasting for women, you're going to find me and you're going to find Megan. And we pretty much dominate that search.
0: That's pretty so cool. cool. <laughs> so is there a way to like tell when you dominate or when you rank on Pinterest searches? So, I mean, just search and you'll see what pops up. And so when, like, when you
1: do that search, you'll see like every third pin is either me or her. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) I love it. So, okay. If somebody doesn't have a blog plan or a content plan already, should they be, should these be their blog categories too? They could be. Yeah. Yeah, they
1: totally could be.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. So, okay. So do we need to have a special account for this strategy? You need a
1: Pinterest business account and it's so easy to set up. Like literally you go to business at Um, and it's like three steps and boom, you're done. You can do it in five minutes.
0: Sweet. And we can convert right from our personals. Yes. yes. Yeah. I did that. It wasn't too hard. <laughs> what I had trouble with was the whole rich pin thing. So if you can share anything about that, yes. I got it. It just took too long. It took too long. So I have a blog
1: post about how to do rich pins too. Um, but so rich pins are what It's something that you can do when you have a business account and it, it's like a normal pin, except it has more description from your website and it kind of stands out a little bit more. And so you, when you upgrade to a business account, you can, um, request for rich, rich pins. It's hard and to I can't know. It's hard to say that, yeah. I can't, like, give you the steps right now. But if you just Google, like, Pinterest and Rich pins, you'll see it's, like, four steps. And yeah, it's it involves simple. a little bit
0: of code, a little bit of If you can outsource pasting. it,
1: yeah, if you can outsource it, that might be best. That's what I did. Um, but it, it, it won't kill you.
0: You can do it. You can do it. Yeah, I love it. So, okay, should – can we – I have this question. Can we uh, pin straight opt-ins?
1: I, okay, so –
0: Yes. I, I like to
1: kind of get in the head of who's on Pinterest. And I like to think of what I do. Yeah, And when I'm on Pinterest, if I were to go to just an opt-in, I don't know if I'd be super duper likely to opt in unless maybe if there were like a video and it was super descriptive, because this is a stranger, right? Mm-hmm. But if I were to go and the pin led me to a blog post where it was a super duper content rich blog post and I got a lot of value out of it. And there was an opt in there, like a content upgrade. I would probably opt in and I'd be like, whoa, I just got so much value from this. I wonder what her opt in's like and I wonder what else she has. So that's kind of what I teach is to do like really good, like good quality content once a week instead of like trying to blog every day or something crazy like that. So once a week, you're doing like an epic blog post and then you have some kind of an opt-in that relates to that blog post. So it could be like a content upgrade and people are going to be more likely to opt in that way. So you can do both and see kind of what works. But I just, when I think of my, myself and my, like what I would do, I would do it after a blog post. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, totally. I love that. So um, let's talk about tailwind because that's kind of a super secret, awesome tool right now. Right. Yes. Share with yes. me all of the details about that. Okay. So, um,
1: I actually had Tailwind there. I have a Pinterest course called Pin with Purpose and I have like an interview with them inside the course. So that's oh, cool. one of the bonuses. It's really cool. Um, but I, I love the company. I love the
0: people. They're amazing. So your team Tailwind <coughs> instead of something like Board Booster.
1: I started with Board Booster and then Tailwind just, they came up with Tailwind Tribes and then all these cool features and, um, Tailwind is actually like partnered with Pinterest too. So, you know, like with something like board booster, I like, I've used it in the past and I've talked about it, but you, you never know like if Pinterest could decide to shut down your account because of it, like, you just don't know what's going to happen. So I'd rather use something that's like a partner with Pinterest, which Tailwind is. And so with Tailwind, it's a Pinterest scheduling app. So you don't have to spend all day on Pinterest with my strategies for sure. You can schedule it out. Um, and that's one of the features that I love. Another feature is Tailwind Tribes. And this has literally increased my reach by like over a million. Um, it's so cool. So it's kind of think of it like a group board. So you're kind of like working together within that tribe. So you'll share one of your pins in there. And then when you share one of yours, you have to share somebody else's. So there's like certain tribe rules. So when someone's sharing their pin, they might share one of yours. So it's kind of like a reciprocal let's help each other out kind of thing. And it's a really cool feature.
0: So in Tailwind Tribes, is it, do you kind of have to experiment? Cause you're only allowed five tribes, right? Oh, I upgraded. I'm unlimited. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> I
1: did. Like I started off with like the minimum that was free or whatever. And then I saw such crazy results. I'm like, I want it all. Um, so I don't know what the free stuff is. I like, think It might be five. I don't know. But so did I, you,
0: t- I- did it take time to find tribes that were like giving you the results and
1: after a few weeks, like you'll just be able to check your, like it shows analytics right there and it'll show you like my tribe reach is so-and-so. And so like I joined a bunch and then I went back and looked at the reach after like a month or two and I was like, well, this one's useless, but this one I'm reaching 2 million people. So I'm going to post more often than this one. Um, so you can t- check out those analytics and see which one is performing the best. That's
0: awesome. Um, how many times should we be pinning a day? it depends on every person.
1: Um every person's going to be
0: different. I usually around like 30
1: times a day is good, but again with Tailwind like you can schedule it and then don't even think about it. But if you're just starting off like pinning five times a day is better than zero times. So start off with what is manageable and what you can do consistently and then as you're using tailwind tribes, like you're, it just, you're, you're scheduling pro by then. And then it just gets easier and easier. And then you're at 30 and you're like, that, that's no big deal. Like it doesn't take a ton of time to do it at all. Yeah. And, and that's that- actually something you can outsource too. So I made a video for my assistant in the Philippines and I'm like, I need you to take over my tailwind
0: tribes. And so he's doing that for me now. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think you, or maybe I guess him, he um, shared one of my posts in the, one of the tribes and I was like, it's Rachel. She, Pin one of my thanks. Maybe it was was him. I don't know. He was your awesome assistant. That's cool. (laughs) That's awesome. So um, what is that percentage like? Should we be 80-20 percentage with our content versus somebody else? I think that's a really good place to start. And because a lot of people don't have a ton of content. So (laughs) I don't
1: have that much to post. So 80-20, I think is good. And then as you have more content, you could do maybe 70-30-60-40 um, like everyone's account is different. And so it's one of those things you just kind of have to play around with and tweak and see, like, check out your analytics and see what's working and then change it and see like, is this working well? Okay. Stick with it. Can I tweak it? Can I make it better? Everyone's different. So it's hard to say.
0: Yeah. So I feel like I read this in a blog post. I don't remember if it was yours, but it suggested adding a few extra images to your blog post and hiding them. You you can,
1: you can do that. Um, something that I do, like I, um, I use Trello and so I'll create duplicates of my, um, each image in Canva. So I have like eight images per blog post and then I'll just save them in Trello and then I'll upload one per day on Pinterest and so I have several images going just like you know sometimes one pin takes off and then one doesn't and you never really know so I'm like trying new color patterns or I'm trying a different headline just testing it and seeing what's going to work best so that's something that I do is there anything
0: that like, has the Pinterest algorithm changed at all since you got started with this so I don't think when I started it was pre-smart feed
1: um I think it's always been the smart feed with me. Oh, that's cool.
0: I'm not like an old, old Pinterest yeah. person. I, I personally feel like there's like this opportunity right now with it. And I think it's going to get to the point where it changes a little bit, but there's this window in time right now for us to just take advantage of Pinterest. It's huge. And
1: if you can learn how to master keywords and figure out what your right keywords are, you can dominate. That's so
0: awesome. I love it. So, okay. Um, ads. Pinterest Ads. Have you ever used them? Do you know anything about them? Not really. I actually
1: just signed up for a course on Pinterest ads because everything that I've done has been organic traffic and free. So I haven't done a whole bunch with ads. And I'm like, all right, I should probably figure out how to do this. Uh, But you don't need to do ads to be successful on Pinterest. I
0: love that. (laughs) It's probably one of the only organic platforms right now. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And it's where like if you're – Okay. So let's talk about this. I think of female demographics being on Pinterest. Are there any males here too?
1: There are. Um, I think it's increasing as you know, Gary Vaynerchuk just did a video about Pinterest and how powerful it is. And so I think as like people like him are speaking out more about it, that is going to grow. And especially men, business owners that are smart, they're going to realize it's a search engine and they can dominate it.
0: That's awesome. So I typically teach my clients, um, let's have one social platform and one business hub. Now I'm starting to rethink for me, like Pinterest is a hub, like a searchable hub, but it kind of coincides perfectly with a blog. So I'm all about that blog and the Pinterest little combination. Yes. What do you, what do you think?
1: Oh, it's Perfect. It's perfect. I think you can't be everywhere. And so one of the things that I intentionally have done this past month and going in 2018 is I'm not really posting on my Instagram account anymore. I have 20,000 followers on Instagram, but I just decided right now I can't
0: be everywhere and do everything. And I'm just going to focus on this. Um, Yeah. And I think to go back to our balance talk earlier, I mean, that's how you achieve that balance is you're going to have to say no to some things. You have to say no. So I said no to that. I said no to my fitness business so I can say yes
1: to a heck of a lot more opportunities with other stuff.
0: That is so cool. So, um, if somebody has a personal board, like my personal board, I had all kinds of like Florida Gator stuff, pins, some great recipes, instant pot, like all the things, right? What do you recommend somebody do if they transfer like their personal account to business? Make it secret. Nice. Yeah. That's it. You just add, you click on the
1: edit button and then just click make secret. That's it.
0: Perfect. So we get to keep all of our pins. Yeah. Keep them all.
1: (laughs) Keep pinning for you, but just make it secret.
0: I love it. So, um, how do, so we use the long tail keywords to create our boards and then just start pinning stuff to it, right? Through tailwind. Yes. This this is too simple, Rachel.
1: (laughs) It's pretty simple. You know, like once you figure out your keyword strategies and you create your boards and you get it on a schedule, it's pretty simple. That's like, why aren't more people doing this? Come on.
0: (laughs) Yes, I think they will. I mean, you seem to be out there advocating for Pinterest, so it's only a matter of time. Heck yeah. I'm going to
1: take over the world and everyone's going to jump on the Pinterest bandwagon.
0: In every long tail category, it's going to have Rachel and somebody else. Maybe. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. So tell us a little bit more about how you manage mom life and business life. Ooh, yeah.
1: So... I mean, TJ's at school right now. Um, My son, he's four. So he's at school during the day and then I pick him up and that's kind of mommy and TJ time. So I try to like turn stuff off and put it away and be present with him and make sure like quality time is there. Um, Another thing that I do is I wake up early. (laughs) So I have like a morning routine where I like I wake up at least an hour before he does and I meditate and I read and I just get kind of like calm and centered and I've realized when I have that, like, I'm a much better mom as opposed to, like, when I'm laying in bed and he comes in and he tries to, like, peel my eyes open. I'm like, no. <laughs> so, like, just being intentional about that kind of stuff and waking up early and then saying no to other stuff.
0: That little habit is everything. Like Everything. It's so crazy how I resisted <clears throat> for so long and I finally have gotten into a groove with it. And it's, I'm, I can even sense how much happier I am when I go in and like wake up my 18 month old. I'm like, good morning. I'm like obnoxious. But I mean, that's what happens when you've been up for a couple hours. Exactly. Just getting a
1: little bit of like you time to
0: start the day. Oh, that's huge. It's everything. I love it. So, um, he's four. It's four. It's four. Lovely yeah I, I actually. Age. this is
1: my favorite age like he is the sweetest we were cuddling on the couch and he was like making sure the blanket was over me and then like, giving me massages and he was like I love you mommy I'm, like oh my god this is four is best. so sweet coming off of
0: three it, it's so wonderful
1: three was hard. he was hard like he's a strong-willed kid so one two and three was rough <laughs> and now
0: <laughs> four I'm like oh just stay like this please this is amazing Yes, I'm a fan of four. I've heard five gets even better. Really? Okay. Yeah, so that's (laughs) exciting. Before they start getting like preteen. Oh, no. (laughs) So, okay, so if you could do it all over again, if you could kind of go back to the beginning of your journey, back to when you, you guys were broke, what would you do differently or tell yourself?
1: One is to dream bigger. Um, I definitely kind of limited myself. I think mindset wise, um, I remember back then I was like, I just want to make $500 a week. That would be huge. And then it was like, Oh, I did that now $1,000 a week. That would be huge. So I think dream bigger from the start. And the second thing is hire a coach. So that's something I did about five months ago was hire a business coach. And that has been one of the biggest game changers ever, ever. And so before I was just like, I had all these ideas swimming in my head of like what I wanted to do. And then having a business coach, it's like, no, we're doing this, this, and this, this is how it goes. This is how it works. And I'm an awesome student and I follow directions. And so I just kind of jumped in and everything changed. That was awesome. awesome.
0: So how did you make the decision to hire a business coach? And then also like, what did you use to make the decision to hire that specific coach? gut feelings. (laughs) I totally relate to that
1: (laughs) gut feelings. I don't know. Like I just had a feeling when I was, you know, on her website, I went through a couple of her courses and I was like, I have a feeling she's going to help me so much. Um, so I think just having like always following your intuition. I think we take that for granted sometimes like don't follow What, um, there's a lot of like gurus out there telling you, you should do this. You should do that. Anytime I've tried to like follow that instead of my gut, it's always led me kind of like astray ish, but anytime I've like followed my, my own intuition, like it, it's always right. So,
0: and it progresses faster than you would have imagined. Yes. So that's huge. So just kind of like
1: keep your eye open on, you know, different business coaches that are out there and see like who you connect with and what kind of a feeling you get when you talk to them. So if they offer like a uh, discovery call or something like that, like get on the phone with them, chat with them and see if they would be a good fit.
0: Yeah. I love. That. But I think a lot of
1: people are afraid to invest in themselves and their businesses. And my coach wasn't cheap. It was one of those, like, this is way more than our mortgage. Holy crap. But um, <laughs> it pays off when you make that investment in yourself. Like you have skin in the game and you make, <laughs> you make yeah. it happen. So invest in yourself for sure because you're the best investment that you can make, right?
0: Yeah, my husband and I have this conversation. He's very supportive of me and like all of my endeavors and, and investing in ourselves. And like, we always have the conversation, what's going to be best for us to move us forward? Let's take the price tag off of things. Like, is this the right next step? Yes or no, then if it is, then let's go figure out how to make it happen. Yep. Like, let's not say no just because of the price tag before we even evaluate it. Yep. So, so definitely not being afraid to invest in yourself. I mean, Tony Robbins events, those aren't cheap either. They're not
1: cheap. So we no. actually had a point. It was when we were super duper broke back in 2013 and my business was not doing anything. And there was a social media guru who was offering, it was like a social media boot camp for six months. It was $450 a month. And that was a lot for us at the time. Like I did I didn't have a job and my husband was making $2,000 a month with like boarding horses and our mortgage was 1200. Hmm. That was a lot. Um, I just remember having that gut feeling and that intuition and going to my husband, like in tears and I was like, I just have a feeling I have to do this and this is going to be so good for me. That's what changed everything. Like I learned so much in those six months, my Facebook page took off my business exploded and it's all
0: because I made that investment. Yeah, and, and that investment for you, like somebody else could take that exact same course and it may not. Somebody so else did. I was friends with somebody. She took the exact same course and she was still struggling. So you've yeah. got all your right next steps for you and it's not always what that next person is. Exactly. I love it. So, okay, tell me your favorite apps. I probably can guess this. Your favorite app, software, or system you'd recommend right now?
1: Ooh, <coughs> Okay, um, Click Funnels. I'm new to ClickFunnels, but um, it's already there's like one little button that you could do a one click upsell. So before I had people coming from Pinterest to and they would buy my ebook, and it's like a $9 ebook, I would be selling that thing every day. And then I added a one click upsell for people to buy my course for $47. So it's like 50% off. I had five people one click upsell this week. And I was like, that just paid for <laughs> Click Funnels for like four months. Uh, wow. So that I think is huge for just like increasing your return on like each client and each buyer. Um, so click funnels. Yes. Um, wow. What else? Trello to stay organized. So you're Trello, are you in a, have you ever
0: used Asana? I
1: tried like tried? four years ago or three years ago or something. No. <laughs> well,
0: if you're a Pinterest person, like you probably like the visual aspect of Trello.
1: Yeah, I do. So Trello to stay organized interest obviously um and i'm new to meet edgar but i'm really digging that for social media updates
0: what did you use before that buffer okay what made you switch because i looked at actually looked at meet edgar this morning
1: it recycles your content so you don't have to keep updating it so it like has a library of all of your posts and stuff
0: so 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 it's worth the 40 something dollars a month it's 49 and yes (laughs) it's worth it That's awesome. I looked at that. I was like, Oh, I don't know about that, but me too. And then I
1: started using it. I was like, Oh, this is genius.
0: (laughs) They have a free trial. I'm assuming. Uh, so you can like try it now. I don't think so. It's good though. It's
1: good. Trust me. Okay.
0: Okay. I will check it out again a little more. Okay. So what you said you read four books. What are you reading right now that you would recommend?
1: Um, I actually just read Dot com Secrets. That's by Russell Brunson. Such a good book. The guy who created ClickFunnels. So that was really, 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 really good. I took There's so much
0: strategy in there. I love it. There's
1: so much. So I actually have, like, on Google Drive, I have a ClickFunnels folder now with all the different, like, scripts and everything they talked about. It's so good.
0: I love his little drawings. I know. <laughs> so uh, that one
1: I just finished. That one was really good um depending on like where someone is in their entrepreneurial journey so like you were a badass at making money I think I've listened to that or read it like five times and it gets better every time
0: yeah I love her writing style she's great I know
1: (laughs) she's so cool
0: well you need to read expert secrets that one's really great too Russell Brunson's all right I'll order it like after we get off yeah I read a lot (laughs) yeah I do too my husband's like wow why are we why do we have more books I'm like listen my yeah. husband
1: just said this past week, he's like, are we starting a library? And I'm, like, I'm like, I read them. I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just add them to my Amazon card. He's like, why are there more books in the cart? <laughs> like, Don't worry about it. It's fine. We have gift cards. <laughs> Well, okay. So this has been incredible and I really hope our audience listens to all of your amazing advice about getting their butts on Pinterest because there is an opportunity here for sure. Yes. Huge opportunity. Jump on it now. So tell us a little bit about where you're hanging out. Obviously, I think you said Pinterest and Facebook, but where can we connect with you?
1: So my blog, um, which will be up again,
0: (laughs) 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 technical difficulties,
1: <laughs> um, so Rachel and is my blog. And that's where I have like tons of content that I'm posting every single week. And in gome is N as a Nancy, G as in girl. Oh, M as in Mary. Cause I know it's hard. Um, so there, and then I have a free Facebook community too. She's making an impact so you can just search on Facebook.
0: Um,
1: those are my favorite places.
0: Yeah. I'm in your Facebook group. I love it. Yay. It's, um, it's so fun. Yes. <laughs> And you share some good content. I was like, dang girl, this is some <laughs> good <Dang>. stuff. <laughs> I love it. Well, and you've also got a freebie for us over at rachelengome.com slash cheat dash cheat. And yes. we will link that up in the show notes for you guys listening, but definitely check Rachel out. Go look at her Pinterest boards, do a little bit of uh, modeling as our friend Russell likes to talk about. Yep. We're going to call him our friend. Yes. He is our friend. He is we're a pretty big deal. So, um, yeah, definitely check that out and get your booty on Pinterest because there's an opportunity. Yeah, Thank you so much, Rachel, for being Thank
1: here. Thank you. <sighs>
0: joining us for today's episode. For a full recap and show notes of the episode with some helpful tips and tricks and links to what was mentioned, head on over to 1kmom.com. And if you enjoyed today's episode, we would be so honored if you would leave us a review on iTunes. Screenshot today's episode, share it on Instagram, tag us in your stories at Katie Plumbing, and let us know what you love. Thank you so much for being a part of the 1K Mom Tribe.